Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Whale Nerds Podcast. This is episode 127. My name is Slater, and I'm here with Caitlin. Hello. And we're back with some friendly encounters. Well, let's go through our normal housekeeping information Oh, my information God, first. I got so much to say. Will you just slow your roll, dude? All right. Let's start with it. telling everybody thank you. Thank you for supporting us, um, whether that's on Patreon or going out on trips or just listening to the podcast, rating and reviewing it, sharing it with friends, whatever it is that you're out there doing to support our work, we really appreciate it. Um, and to keep up with what's going on with us, the best way to do that is on our website, which is thewhalenerds.com, or you can follow us on social media. We have Facebook and Instagram. They're both at whalenerds, and then you can also watch video versions of our episodes on our YouTube channel. Now that that's all the way out of the way, Slater, you want to tell them about your trip to Yellowstone or what? No, I want to thank them all again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you so much, though, for real, for all the support and all the different um, aspects of social media and reviewing and all that stuff. I do appreciate it. Now, let's get into it. Some serious topics going on here today. Well, let's talk uh, about sightings and then like oh most of our sightings God. have to do with our topic for today. These are our sightings. Well, I saw other stuff while you were gone. When I was in Yellowstone? Yes. What did I see? So did I whale watch right before I went to Yellowstone for a couple of days, right? I think so. Yes. Yeah, so, um, bing, bada, boom. All right. Long story short, there was like hundreds of whales in the bay. Like, okay, fine. Like a hundred whales in the bay. <laughs> and I had really epic trips since I got back from Tonga. Um, pretty much like all three trips before I left to Yellowstone. I had breaching humpbacks and I don't think I really had, I think I had some lunging, but like very like side lungy kind of like nothing, no vertical craziness, just yeah. uh, some sp sporadic action. Yeah. Uh, but the whale watching has just been incredible. Um, that basically, I don't even know the day I got back from Yellowstone I know I had like a really crazy day of, uh, oh no, when I got back from Yellowstone, did we have killer whales? I thought that was before you left. Oh, that's what happened before I went to Yellowstone. Yeah. We had humpbacks chasing killer whales. Mm -hmm. And that was something that I had previously missed out on while mm -hmm. I was in Tonga. Yeah. The same thing, same family, right? The 51As. Uh, yeah, I, they had also kind of chased around the 140Bs. Oh yeah, it was the 140Bs that you guys had the action with. Okay, yeah. So I think it was like my se my second day back, and we had the fifty one A's, and it was really cool because the humpbacks. It, it started off with like one or two humpbacks coming in to the killer whales, and then it was like, okay, now there's three, now there's four, then there's seven, and then um, some of us boats took like a break from the killer whales to like relieve some like uh, you know just give them some space because other boats are for sure gonna come check them out, and then coming back. There ended up being like, I think right before we left, there was over 10 humpback whales chasing the killer whales around. Like it was literally, and and the cool thing about it is the killer whales were like taunting them. <laughs> like they were peck slapping and tail, tail throw, doing tail throws. They were breaching. They were like just swimming upside down and the killer, and then they would like swim towards the killer whales and then like away from them. And the humpbacks were just like in like a, it was almost like they were in pairs and they were in a, like a parade of just like, following the killer whales around wherever they went. Yeah, I think we stayed a little bit longer than you did. And by the end of it, there 
main group of humpbacks was in like a competition group of like 12 whales. Yeah, that's okay. That's what I so heard like, in Sanctuary. They said like got up to almost 14 Yeah, there whales. were a bunch of whales like zigzagging going everywhere for a while in twos and threes that were all just really upset and like charging around. And then by the end of it, most of them had turned into a competition group. And it was like, that's happened a couple times where the killer whales have gotten the humpbacks all fired up and then like a comp group breaks out and you're like, what is going on? Do you guys just have a lot of big feelings? Like what's happening? See, it's so funny because it's also kind of similar but also very different. It's like when common dolphins or bottomless dolphins get with gray whales, the gray whales just start mating. Mm -hmm. And so, but like, this is different because killer whales can kill humpback whales or, you know, or at least kill their calves. And so it's like, it like riled them up and got them. And then the humpbacks are fighting each other. Yeah. Like, like I want to kill this killer whale. At the same time, I want to kill you because yeah, I want to mate just... with Flopsy or something. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, but you know what was okay. So something that was really cool. It happened a couple of days. We had killer whales actually, but um, in that same day there, the killer whales were kind of slowly making their way out and they were also getting a lot of birds. Mm -hmm. And that's where I got the photo uh, or the video of the common myrrh and the killer. I like, spy hopped within his mouth mm -hmm. and you could see like blood dripping down. It's so gross. And then, um, okay. So then later on towards the end of my trip, actually it was the end of my trip. It was, I seen mola, like a bunch of molas. And I, I was like, oh, I wonder if they go for this mola. And then a big, like, uh, like just uh, like water wave, like uh, pressure wave comes up, but like no killer whale comes up. And I was like focused on the mola too, but I never saw the killer whale kept going, but it definitely like waked the mola. <laughs> so then another one, I actually see the fin of the sunfish and I'm filming it, filming it. And then I stopped filming it and a killer whale grabs it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> then I called out on the radio because um, Pua was behind me. And I was like, dude, it just grabbed that sunfish. So then it leaves it. And then so I'm like, okay, I'm focused. I'm ready this time. I'm just going to continue filming this sunfish. And it's barely sticking his fin out of the water. And next thing you know, two humpbacks come on each side of the sunfish. Bubble blast. Psh, and then I got scared and stopped recording. <laughs> so, like, I, I still have, like, proof that they, they like, went around the sunfish the killer whales like do you think they were protecting it or what like i think or do you think it just happened to be in their path while they were chasing the killer whales you know what i mean uh there well, is the one odds? there is one report of humpback whales like being upset when killer whales are targeting an ocean sunfish really yeah so I, I mean, it's just so funny. Like, what do you mean the humpbacks went on both sides of that sunfish? But the, also the water is so... That, the so, water was really brown that yes. day. Really brown. And that leads me to another thing that happened that day. You guys had that friendly humpback. Yes. And then it, like, went away from you. And Kate was like, I think this whale really likes small boats. You should come over here. And, mm -hmm. like, you guys left. And then I'm just sitting there and actually just shut my boat off to see if it was, like, going to come and, like, come around or come towards me. And I was sitting there, sitting there waiting. It like never came back up and then just whoosh, right next to my boat. <laughs> and the problem was, is that the water's so brown. The whale was friendly, but I couldn't see it. Yep. So that's same thing for us when it was yeah, friendly with us. We couldn't could, see it. You could only see it when like a barnacle was either yep. like an inch below the surface or already breaking the surface at that mm -hmm. point. And it was honestly pretty startling. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, oh. Dang, you're right. That day just kept getting crazier. Yeah. I went in and then Doug and um uh I think Alice, I forget her name right now. They they asked to go back out on my boat to try yeah. to look for the killer whales. 
I go back out there. The killer whales are lost before we get there because the fog had like came rolled through in and all went. of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. But it like rolled through long enough just to make them lose the killer whales and then went away long enough to open the whole bay up, but with no killer whales in it. Yeah. And we end up having a crazy friendly encounter, but same thing. Brown water, couldn't see them, completely yeah. soaked uh, Doug and his camera. <laughs> I was live on Instagram, completely with soaked. With its breath, with its breath. Yeah, yeah, with its spout. Well, it was like, and it was pretty windy, so it like, it, yeah, it was a lot of spray. I think it's like the water on the blowholes, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was yeah. a spout, but it was like- But it's not like the whale soaked. like kicked and soaked your boat. It was no. from the whale breathing. Yeah, that <laughs> did happen too, but not that day. <laughs> so- <laughs> Yeah, that was just like, I don't even know exactly what day that was, but it was, um, it was a pretty good, let me see, it was October 7th, maybe, but it was epic. So, yeah. Yeah, the, the whale that got friendly with us and then got friendly with you on your first trip of that day had been friendly with us two days before also. And it had a really pointy dorsal fin. Yes. And it's, it looks like it's a young female. And it was cool because when she was friendly with our boat, she laid underneath it, like across the width of the bow. And you could see her tail and her head on each side while she was laying there. So it kind of helps you like estimate her length because like the width of the high spirits is like, I forget we measured it, but it's like 17 feet or something. And then she was like, obviously under it quite a ways. So then you have to account for like the distortion of water, but she was a pretty Uh. small whale. Like, Times. she's probably under 40 feet long and yeah she was just like flirting with the boats for a couple days there which was pretty cool and then while i was gone i think you guys had killer whales another day right while i was in yellowstone for sure you did i remember mm. seeing it you also had tons of friendlies and breaching i think too yeah we have had lots of really good humpback whale action and we've had a few rissos dolphin sightings but not many um but yeah like i think no lunging what- you no, got... not really any surface feeding. I mean, we haven't hardly seen the bait at the surface either, though. Yeah, it's so, all down. Um, yeah, we. I think we had the 140s one of the days you were gone, and we were going to a group of humpbacks, and, like, something weird caught the corner of my eye, so then I started looking around in binoculars, and I was like, oh, shoot, there's, like, killer whales in the middle of this humpback and sea lion feeding frenzy, and, like, for a while, they kind of looked funny and they were like all spread out, I think just because of the light and how like sneaky they were being. And like, no, the sea lions and whales were not reacting. And so we were like, what is the deal here? Like, are these transients? Why is nobody panicking? And then all of a sudden the sea lions started panicking. And when all the killer whales came up together, they're silent. We realized that they were the 140 bees. And so did they go after sea lions? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, and then uh, after we got some pretty good looks at them, of course, all the boats came over. And so we went and looked at a big group of Risto's dolphins and then uh, came back to the killer whales. But then the killer whales were being really sneaky and they ditched us. And so I think all the other boats got better looks than we did, even though we were the ones that found them. Happens, happens to the, it happens a lot. I know. And it's, it was tough because like the killer whales were going towards this big group of Rizzo. So we thought, okay, we'll pass off the killer whales because we're going to, they're going to catch up to us and we'll go look at this big group of dolphins. And so we were trying to have like, trying to have our cake and eat it too. And then the killer whales turned around and then, yeah, started to get really tricky. So, and then we had another like kind of weird group of killer whales. We had uh, 49C in her calf and 122D in her calf. And both of those females are from totally different families. 
and their families like exist still and they were with each other with their cows i don't know what that was up what that was about but they were really difficult to watch and that was while i was in yellowstone yeah and it's um it's interesting because when they came in they came almost all the way into the mile buoy at moss landing when we were following them and the killer whales kind of zigzagged around some kayakers which was cool to see because you could see like even though they're females like they're as big as the kayaks you yeah, know yeah yeah and then two humpback whales two of the juveniles that had been hanging out in front of moss landing kind of came over and started to get a little bit fired up and then got friendly with our boat and like rolled upside down next to our boat and so then we couldn't follow the killer whales because oh, we had two friendly humpback whales, whales. <laughs> they are just like and like it's like it's it's kind of an, like at this point i don't like uh we call them friendly whales but it's like i mean they're obviously being friendly they're not they don't do anything mean and they're yeah. very gentle and they're very like aware of how close they are to the boat but it's just crazy like it's just happening so much lately yeah and then the only other day we saw killer whales it was like the 39s or whatever and they were horrible to watch yeah i was there with you okay yeah. so also um uh, right before no no yeah, right before I left Yellowstone, we had you guys had lunch feeding in the afternoon one of those days, and I missed it, and it was really good. And then the next, I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to get any lunch feeding before I leave. And I was like, because at this point, it's like lunch feeding could slowly go away and not happen anymore of the year. But then again, I had it last year and on Thanksgiving, so mm-hmm. it's also not true. Uh, but we haven't had like a crazy lunch feeding year, I wouldn't say anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did ha- on October 12th, the day before I went to Yellowstone, I had a really good lunch feeding by myself and I called Kate on it, but she was like, I'm not going to stress if it's happening when I get there, I'll get there. But she ended up finding like something else. Um, yeah. But so what happened when I got back from Yellowstone? Uh, oh, back. you had a couple really good evenings out on the bay. Yeah, so I'm trying to think exactly when I got back, something happened too. That's what I'm saying. Like every day there's been something pretty. Oh, I think just Margo and I went out the day I got back, actually. Yeah, probably. For fun. And then the next night, did we go out? Yeah, I think so. So we had humpbacks breaching. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. I went out with Margo at sunset. We had those two two whales that were lunch feeding. Yep. And and then we ended up leaving them because I wanted to fly my drone. And so I went five miles out, uh, flew the drone over. What's we don't? There's no name for that calf, right? It's like not nitro. The rubber chicken one. Yeah, that one. Oh wait, maybe it was nitro that I flew over. Anyways, they super funny. I'm flying the drone. the The calf is all wiggly all over the place with sea lions, you know, rolling around, just like dancing around, and then it dives. I'm telling you, there's no like there's sea lions in the whales, but they were they were down. Like the mom and the other one were down for like five, six minutes every time. So they're definitely feeding deep. This calf goes down. I think nothing of it. I'm just leaving my drone, waiting for all the whales to come up. Boom! Massive like school of anchovies. Ever the whole water, like, you know, is glistening <laughs> and shining. And I hit record and I got the tail end of the the mom and the escort feeding. And then the calf does this like breachy lunge. Um, I actually do have the video of it too. And yeah, so then, like, that happened. I wait. Maybe I'm like, oh, maybe the bait's going to stay up. I actually bring the drone in, and then I was like, I'll just film it topside. I really like to get the lunch feeding from topside. I think it looks crazy. Mm-hmm. But it never happened again. And Jackson, we passed our lunch feeding whales to Jackson. So they breached. They were, or they were lunch feeding from when we got out of, the har- out of the harbor for, like, over two hours. 
we got back. It was just two whales with sea lions, but they weren't feeding like right next to the sea lions. So it was making it difficult. It was like somewhere random near them, mm -hmm. but like, you know, they were affiliated probably more so underwater than they were at the top. But yeah, lunch fed all the way until sunset. And then we had to go in because we had a dinner thing to go to. Mm -hmm. But boom, beautiful. And then the next night, same thing. We went out with you. And what happened? That whale, well, we were trying to decide what to do because we kept seeing random surface active whales. And then when we'd get there, they'd stop, which is yeah. also like the name of the game. A lot of days is like, if you take the bait, you usually get screwed. Um, but then a pair of whales started breaching, 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 and then head slapping and then breaching. And they did that for like at least a half hour. Yeah. And, and I wasn't even going to go. So basically we had some active whales had brought us all the way back into Moss. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know, what'd you say? Like maybe a mile behind us, Margo saw a breach. Yeah. And then I was like, well, if it does it again, we'll go. And then I think it must've done it again. And, and I was like, eh, I could like pass on driving back out. Cause it was kind of bumpy. I think yeah. too, right. Yeah. It was kind of bumpy. And I was like, ah, oh, I could pass and on going back out to sea for it. And then Margo was like, no, let's go. And we got <laughs> out there and we literally were able to just idle out to sea pretty much. And they were just breaching and chin slapping yep. the whole way out. Yep. Basically, again, into sunset. I love that head slap move it kept doing because it would get the water to kick so oh, high yeah. and then it would kick its tail in the air. That was so cool. No, so like when it landed, it basically like it's like when you put your hands in the pool and suck it down yeah. and then it would shoot a big, yeah, shoot yeah. a big like spout out. And then the tail would already be fluking. So the water would be landing all over the tail. Yeah. yeah I have that cool. on video. Um, and then the next day was actually tons of whales, but in the morning, but like no action. And you had, you guys went out for fun that day. Yeah. So there was like tons of whales. Oh, it was very um, annoying. We Easterly East wind. winds were bad. Yes. Yeah. Really annoying. And so we came back in like and got out of the East winds there were like tons and tons of spread out humpback whales. But the same thing everybody was saying is like, we have whales, they go down and then they just kind of stay down. And the next thing you know, you're like looking at a different humpback that wasn't mm -hmm. there before. Like they're yeah. the yeah. way I see it is like, they're just swarming underwater and we're yeah. like seeing a bunch of random whales. Yeah. And so we went back in for lunch, came back out. You guys were actually still out there on yeah. your fun trip, crew trip. Yeah. Um, and then you guys had those two friendlies. Which turned into four. Yeah. And that was amazing. Yeah. Just, yeah. So we went out, we, Kate and I had been hearing a sperm whale on the hydrophone for days and we thought that the weather was going to be a lot nicer than it was. Cause those East winds were not forecasted very well. So we just kept going offshore. I mean, we saw nitro and LaFleur, the mom, and they were feeding with lefty. And when we first got on them, they were kind of fun. Mom was doing some tail throws. Lefty did a tail throw. The calf was being playful, but then they all calmed down. So we passed them off to you, hoping they'd yeah, stay, <laughs> stay active, but they didn't. And then we went, we went way offshore. We like, we went out to like the 06 line or something. And it was same thing. Like we'd get, we'd see whales and like, they'd just be down a long time. And then they wouldn't be very, they wouldn't be up at the surface very long. So we couldn't even get their fluke IDs. We were just like, dude, we're out here trying to do something like, you know, just look at something and maybe get a little bit of data and just wasn't working out. And then the Rachel Carson was out working on the hydrophone. And so we just bailed on the plan to keep going all the way out there. 
and the hydrophone hasn't worked since so i don't know what happened oh no really yeah i think they broke it and they're probably doing some like regular maintenance on it but we had been hearing sperm whales so we got Mm -hmm. that's why we wanted to get out to like at least the 06 line to see if we had a chance of finding one but no dice Uh, But yeah, we had just like a really tough time with humpbacks the whole time. We just kept cruising. We probably saw like 50 or 60 of them, but got like five IDs. I'm not even exaggerating. We got like no data. Um, We did see a new mom and calf pair that we hadn't seen yet this season. The mom's name is Jojo. Mm. Um, And then as we were coming in, the whales all started getting active, right? Right when you were coming back out, they were all breaching around everywhere. Yes, everywhere. And so we were trying to figure out, you know, we're still a couple miles away and we're like trying to set our heading, like which whale's going to stay active because there was like three different ones. And so we finally pick one and we go there and it keeps breaching, breaching, breaching. At one point it breaches right off the stern. Like the photo I have, the ladder of the boat is in the frame because it breached so close behind the boat. And then they got friendly. And I was like, what the? So weird. Went from super active to just like friendly all of a sudden. And they were friendly with the boat for like, at least 25 or 30 minutes before two more whales came just like beeline straight at us. And we thought maybe like that was going to ruin it. And like the two whales were going to take off Yeah, because they, the two whales that had been friendly came up and kind of like pushed the whales out of the way at first. And then it seemed like they had some sort of meeting down there and then they all got friendly. So weird. I, I, I guess I can – well, let me just get past that that evening because that evening was, like, one of my favorite yeah. evenings I've ever had in the water. So that night, you guys had the friendly whales, and all the whales start breaching. While yeah. you're watching the friendly whales, I'm talking to Kate, and she goes, take these friendly whales away from me because I want to watch your breacher. And I had yeah. a, a chronic breaching whale yeah. that we were able to, like, line up any shot we wanted with. Like, yeah, we kept perfect. hearing, like, we're looking yeah. down, and we kept hearing the splashing, and we were like, ah! Yeah, and so Kate is like, Slater, you can have these friendlies. Come over here and take the friendlies. And so I was like, no, I really want this preacher. And so, um, yeah, so that whale breaches. Then it stops. And I felt bad because Kate finally, like, your friendlies left, and then it stopped. And then, But it's like another whale. Oh, so then right then we had a new whale, actually. And it breached a few times but stopped for Kate. That was a new second whale that we had breaching. And then um, you guys got in, and then another whale started breaching, and I called Kate, and she's like, I'm over it. I'm not coming back out. Yeah. I'm tired. And then you guys ended up having a whale breach by the harbor, and you were driving, right? Yeah, Kate wanted to go walk around and stretch her legs on deck, so I drove the last bit uh, yeah. on the way in. And, I mean, we only got, like, maybe two looks at it really close. It breached, like, in the distance while we were driving in. Yeah. But it's funny. It breached, like, three or four times, and then it pooped. Oh, like, that's what you said. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> and then it um did a tail throw and then it calmed down so we kept going so just in. clearing out the system i think so um, it pooped for like a hundred feet at least like it really had to go and then it got to that point where there was like no active whales and then all of these whales were around and it, i swear to you you're like watching a whale it would go down and then you'd be like okay and then you would see like a quarter mile away you'd see like three blows together like okay i'll go check that out then they'd split up. They'd mm-hmm. split up. Then mm-hmm. finally, we found this group of. I thought it was three. You're right. It was it was four. A group of four whales, and one of them I know the name of, and I can't think of it right now. And they were all like just uh, riled up with each other, like it was like this comp group thing. But they were with sea lions, 
And then I was like, oh, maybe we're going to. And then, oh, then all these whales got together, like 10 whales. Then they all went opposite directions. Like I thought, I thought we were about to be in the craziest feeding frenzy of our lives. Nothing, <laughs> nothing came of it. So then we're following this whale and now the light's starting to get like, you know, we're like about an hour before sunset or something. So golden hour. Yeah. It's like starting to get nice. This whale starts breaching and then it's just us on the water and Bill. There's no other boats out. So Bill is four miles away from me. And so we have this whale breaching and then Bill goes, you know, I, these, I'm pretty sure these whales just lunch feed fed. I'm going to go over there. And he gets there. And my whale's starting to do these like breaches and we're like some reason just able to line him up with the sunset, put him right <laughs> down the beam, you know, of the light, like yeah. right down the center of the horizon and it's going. And, but it, then it would like do three or four breasts, fluke up. And then like, it would take a while before it would breach, but it would still be in a straight line. Mm-hmm. Well, at this point, Bill is calling me. He's like Slater. They've lunch fed like five times in a row back to back. And he's like, and one of them was like seven at once. And I was like, oh, but like, do we stay with the breacher? Cause we're already mm-hmm. here. And if it's active, you might as well stay with it. Right. Like, yeah. Can't yeah. leave something to find something else. Yeah. Like, don't leave you know something I mean? good to hopefully find something. Yeah. Or like, yeah. And, then, and his whales yeah. could stop. It's four miles away. So yeah. And then Bill keeps saying it's lunching again, Slater. And then he he's goes, trying to tell you like, get your butt over here. No, so then he's like, Slater, you know, I'm not a photographer, but. If I was, I would think that I could really set myself up for a great shot right here. And I was just like, I was, and then I was like, Steve, if this thing doesn't breach right now, because and at this, then it just like settled down kind of randomly. I was yeah, like, if, it, if yeah. it, then it did its normal rotation, and then it fluked up. I was like, if it comes up and doesn't breach, we're bombing it out there. It didn't breach. I don't even think it came back up. It just took forever. We left. It was three point nine miles. They were at uh, forty three exactly and fifty seven exactly. We get there, like a massive lunge. I miss it because I was like just settling the boat in. Steve got it. It's like it's like six or seven whales. But then it like went from six or seven whales to uh, like five. And then it went to four. And it went to like a group of three and then a single. But literally back to back to back lunge feeding. Like in the stupid, nice. the, not the stupid single, but the single that was doing the breachy, like super powerful fast lunge was not with the trio. And mm-hmm. I, I was just like, I swear if this whale messes up this lunch test, because <laughs> he was going like sideways where they yeah. were all going straight. And like, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, he was almost, but I, there had to have just been so much bait there. It didn't yeah. matter. Yeah. And I don't understand. There's no way they could see the anchovies. Like, like, I don't get it. And there's no way there's like these sea lions. I don't know how they're getting out of the way. You can't even see the water. It's just dark at this point. You know what I mean? Like I'm later into the sunset uh, feeding fest, but. I don't know. Back to back. I, I honestly haven't seen lunch. I've seen lunch feeding at sunset, but nothing this consistent in many years. And with that many like whales, you know what I mean? Like a solo mm-hmm. whale, but it was cool to have four come up at once. Um, Still need to chase like a 13 or 14 lunger. I don't even know. How oh many. my gosh. Like that happened one time. <laughs> it could happen again. That's true. It could happen again. Anyway, it's like one of the best, for sure. One of the best sunsets in my life. And because that whale, although it was like breach lunging, it looked like he was like falling from a breach. So you kind of got the best of both worlds. Like we knew he was feeding, but it also in the photo, it could look like he was breaching too. <laughs> so, oh, and then I was able to get video and like, oh, the whole ride home, we're just so amped. And we're watching these whales as we're leaving. Like, and it's like, I cannot believe we're leaving. The- <laughs> 
these whales and they probably lunged into the darkness right yeah like, I would why think not so. well so that one night that you me and kate went on your boat we were watching whales by oh, moonlight yeah. at that point and they were lunch feeding yeah i remember we were driving by and the yeah. ones lunch oh. yeah so that was incredible and then the next day we go out in the morning and steve's local and he comes out on my boat he books my boat a lot and i look over and i'm like it was super bumpy. Like it yeah. was like it was like still no wind, but it was very close together and just like Yeah. Lumpy, right? Yeah. And so I looked at him, I was like, You want to just go in? He's like, Yeah, let's just move this trip to another day. <laughs> like we had already done a full like 10 hour day of yeah. whales the day before. Some stuff we'll like probably not see again for a long time. Yeah. Um, but then yesterday was amazing too. Yep. How? Well, I mean, there was definitely a lot less whales yesterday than there has been, but we had very high quality over quantity. So, I mean, there's still quite a few whales around. Don't get me wrong, but it's probably half as many as there were the days before. Um, But yeah, those two, those two whales, I mean, you could start it from your perspective because you were out there before we got to you. We were following another whale that joined you. So... The first thing that happened to me was we I found a well I found this whale and it was just cruising actually and then I saw another whale south of me and you know what it did it like sloshed his tail at some sea lions and it mm-hmm. it caused a little like splash forward it wasn't like a tail throw splash it was just like a light like a swish like a tail yeah and it just thing. It, yeah. it knocked some water in there and I was like oh this whale maybe it's active let's go like down here and check it out. Mm-hmm. And so when I get there, it was doing exactly that. It was just sloshing its tail back and forth with some sea lions. Um, and it was like trumpet blowing and not really like, I don't know. It was like just pissed off about something. It was just mad at the world. Kind of fired up at the sea lions. Yeah, it was yeah. weird. And so then I see a, so then I'm kind of hearing that there's a lot of whales to the South. Scott was calling out some whales down there. And I was like, okay, well, everything's probably just on this line of 53 between 53, and 54. We'll like work our way that way. And then I see a trio. And I also noticed that like three other boats are by Scott. And I was like, I'm just going to check out this trio before I go down there to like the yeah. 10 spread out whales. Yeah. Well, the trio, well, actually it was, uh, it was four when we first got there, they were all being competitive, mm-hmm. but what was awesome is I was able to stop the boat and they were being competitive, but then when they were going down, the sea, two sea lions were staying with them and they were only, they were like, it's like they had a rope tied to them and they were only staying within like you know, uh, 200 yards of the boat or something. Yeah. So they never went far. So I was able to sit there and then like wherever the sea lions were, the whales would come up. Yeah. Well, eventually they broke off from the sea lions and then it became, I think three whales. And that's when I called Kate and I was like, I think one of these whales that you have is over with you now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it was breaching or something. Maybe it was, it or was like tail. Sl- it was like doing those tail sloshy things. It breached yeah. one time. It was doing a little bit of flipper slapping. And it had like four sea lions with it. And I think the sea lions were like bothering the whale because it kept trumpeting and stuff and rolling around. Yeah. So then it becomes three, right? And I'm like, I don't know why I was going to leave them. But oh, so I sat there because I didn't know where they were going to come down. And then it was like, they're starting to stay down for a while. And so I, right when I put the boat in gear, all three of them come up right next to me. Like, not like right next to me, but like, I don't know. 80 feet off my starboard side. So I put the boat in neutral and then they go back down. Like it was like up and then back down. Like they didn't take a normal cycle or sequence. And so they go down and I'm just sitting there 
and then the sea lions like kind of start turning around my like some other sea lions like popped up with them start coming around my bow then i see the whale turns i just was like oh shut my engine off and i'm like come on over <laughs> <laughs> and then that was the start of the most epic friendly encounter yeah that was it was a pretty crazy one so so we noticed that your whales were starting to get friendly and like some of our passengers were starting to be like, wow, that boat's really close to those whales. And I was kind of like ignoring them and trying not to address the question because I knew our whale was going to you. So once we got within like 300 yards of you, I was like, okay, some of you have noticed that those whales in front of this small boat by us are really close to it. Those whales are being curious about the boat and they're investigating it. And so we were like, and our whale is going that way. So this could get pretty interesting. And we had the 2018 calf of Akimbo, I guess that they, the year that whale was a calf, it was seen a lot in uh, mm. Monterey. And uh, so then sure enough, like we get over towards you and our whale goes to your whale <laughs> and they both start circling your boat and stuff and those other two must have peeled off like right yeah, as two, that was happening left. i had i have a video my like first video is is three whale like is the one that was friendly uh Vish, vishnu and then there was two or three other whales in the background like in a row and then yeah two of them left and i don't know if the one it's the one that you brought over with white peck fins but that's yeah. the one that stayed with the whale yeah and so it's so funny like this whale oh man it's just crazy it's like it's always like the first time it comes up because it's like you can run around and keep looking in the water, but it might come up off the bow or off the stern. Yeah. And like, yeah, it comes up and it's just like, oh, there it is. <laughs> and yeah. then, but then it's just like head on with the side of my boat yeah. so many times. And then a lot of the times its head was just on like my starboard or port side and its tail was way off out yeah. on the side yeah. of my boat somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it was oh. funny to watch you and your passenger like run, run side to side and, and you're like, this is its head. This is its yeah. tail. <laughs> like its tail's over here. <laughs> Well, then all of a sudden the tail is like in the air and yeah. you're like, whoa, where's the head? And I'm like, the head's right here on the other <laughs> side of my boat. Um, it's just amazing because it's, I was talking to Kate on the phone about it. Like, it's good to still be like somewhat fearful, right? Because like, even in yeah. like an accident, like it, it's a big, powerful whale. Yeah. But then it's so like spatially aware, like this yeah. whale lifts his head could easily just touch my boat, but then it just turns it a little to the left and sinks it down inches from yeah. my boat. Yep. And you're like, and I, and I don't even understand because if it's creating all the water t tension at the water by sloshing its head around, yeah. there's no way it's looking up through the water, but it might be looking at the hull. It could be seeing the hull of yeah. the boat. Yeah. Like, how does it not hit the boat? Like, yeah. yeah, it was cool to see the whale exhibit that much body control around you and be able to have our people watch that first before it came and did it to us because yeah. I was like look at how close this whale is and it hasn't touched the boat and then yeah yet yeah <laughs> so so like yeah oh my god so here's the thing though I'm like, oh, I'm getting my wide angle. This thing is friend friendly. Like I was just using my cell phone for the beginning. And I was yeah. like, I'm gonna get my I'm gonna switch my wide angle. I literally open up my cabin and as I'm unzipping my backpack, I turn my head in the thing. And this is I think this is right before you guys got over. It is spy hopping up over, like way above my head. I'm looking at it and I'm like, damn it. Like I'm so I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, had I just had my cell phone out for two seconds longer, I would have got a nice, beautiful spy hop yeah. next to the boat. Yeah. Um, so then I switch it over. To my wide angle and then i i you know just looking at it you can see his eyes sometimes in the water 
uh, it, it would like roll on its side a little bit, but it's just sitting there, head right next to the boat so many times. Um, but then it would like leave and go away from me a little bit. Like mm-hmm. they would do a little hot lap. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you're still sitting there because you're unsure until it can like yeah. actually leave like a hundred yards away or something. Yeah. You can't really move. Yeah. And so, you're, and then next thing you know, it turns, it's head on with the boat again, coming yep. right at you. Like it yep. almost just seems like full steam ahead. And then it just yeah. stops right at your boat. And it's yep. like, lifts the chin up a little bit. You could like pluck a barnacle off and then <laughs> puts it back down. <laughs> um, but what's so cool, the very end of the encounter, the whale's head was there and then it went under my boat. And just sat there for a second. It lifted its back up, I guess. You could feel it and hear it hit the boat. like, But not like in a way where it was like, wham, or anything. Like it just lifted No, it, it just kind of like, just, t- yeah, picked yeah, it, it up a little. Yeah, touched my back. And then it went away. And my pastor was like, I swear, I feel like it was just like saying goodbye. <laughs> and like, sure enough, it left and went right over to your boat. Yep. Like, peace. I was like, thank you. Bye. That was amazing. <laughs> like, I, I, not that I don't like it but it's like at some point it's like okay is it ever gonna leave me alone or like how how involved with my boat is this like is it it's stuck to life but then you can see why i felt that way because i was over 35 minutes like that's a pretty Mm -hmm. long encounter Mm -hmm. for a friend in my opinion i think that's pretty long for a friendly yeah well and towards the end i felt like it was getting more like abrupt with its movements and was like rocking your boat around quite a bit because it was posturing so much next to your boat that the pressure wave was making your boat rock pretty hard and I was like I would be really nervous right now because like yeah the whale hasn't touched the boat yet but like it's moving the boat a lot and it's like it almost well, seemed I was like it was playing the boat touches with it you. on accident, right? Like if the yeah. boat rocks. Like I think when its back did touch your boat, the pressure wave of the boat rocking, I think the whale just like created more suction than it anticipated, and it just sucked the boat down on top of it. Like yeah. I don't think it pushed up at you. I think the boat came down more than the whale thought it would. Yeah, I'm not sure, but that's what I always wonder. Because dude, they do it on rough days. Mm-hmm. Where, like, yeah, the, the day that we rough. had friendlies, it was pretty rough. Right, and it's like. And I've seen that. I've been on the discovery boat and it's like, we're troughing it. Yeah. You can't move the boat. So you're yep. kind of at the power of the ocean and the whale. And yep. so you're trough, you're just rolling back and forth. And I'm like, that's why I was wondering. I'm like, cause if they're not touching you for so long and then the boat randomly touches it, like, do they know it's a boat? You know what I mean? Like, they don't know yeah. it's a boat. Like, do they think it's a hand? Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird to me, but I don't think it is ever aggressive at all. Like, I just think that they're just so curious. Yeah, I just think the whale was just getting so fired up. Like, it just was having too much fun with you. (laughs) I mean, you got to think it's just a big old rubber duck for it. Like, it really is. Yeah, it's a pool toy. So cool. But then it goes to you guys. Yeah. And then, oh, so so it's funny. Kate and I were talking about the perspective. My passenger shot some photos of your boat. And you could see the tail like doing that thing where it would lift the back up and yeah. bring the tail up somewhat, like not yeah. fully out of the water, but you know what I mean? And then it's like, it looks so different from my boat looking at yours than yours yes. looking down on it. You're like, yes. whoa, on your yeah. boat. But from us, it just looks like it's lifting his tail up like so gently, you know, next to your boat. Yeah. So that's pretty cool to see the different perspectives. Yeah, totally. And you could see the whale from your boat because you're up high. Yeah, you could see so more like for of me, the whale. I could just fit like the face of the like the head of the whale in my eyesight it takes up a lot of room yeah (laughs) review you could see a lot more you know yeah yeah it was friendly with our boat for a while and then we had another boat come and like take them 
basically she stays far away julia says she's really like yeah distance and so then it went over to her yeah and it spent a while because i was we were with that breaching whale for a while and she was still with it and she was like i gotta get in yeah like my trip's over a long time ago (laughs) somebody come take these (laughs) and then it finally left so what's the word man like i i just and it's it's i i think we do this every year we're like all of a sudden they start getting friendly around this around the fall and mm-hmm. then we're like, it's just like every day, almost one bow. And it's not even the same whale. It's like no. some bow has some encounter where the whale comes over, is curious yeah. for a second. And I'm not talking where they close approach. That happens on a regular basis yeah. all the time where like there's so many whales around. Not on a regular basis, but it happens very often. And sometimes I think people are like, oh, it's a friendly whale. But it's definitely more of like just a close pass. Yeah. Um, But like, I think. I think if there, we need to set a term for a friendly whale. Like it has to stay yes. for longer than five minutes yes. or something and be like, and like I, actively like sit under your boat for a second. Yeah. You know? I think there's a couple things that like make it a friendly encounter for me. <clears throat> if it's multiple breath cycles and the whale is still yeah circling you and approaching you, that could be considered friendly. If it's rough and they continue to approach you from upwind that's friendly. Like if you're getting blown away and the whale is still coming towards you from the windy side of the boat, uh, like, like they're pursuing you because you, you're drifting away from the whale and the whale's following you. Yeah. Um, if they spy hop next to the boat, yeah. I call that friendly. That's definitely a curious behavior because they're yeah. looking around. Yeah. So those things are like, what does it for me? Multiple breath cycles where they continue to like come towards you if they're approaching you from upwind multiple times or continue to follow you from upwind or if they are like spy hopping yeah, or if they're upside down or if, if they show you handshaking the whale, <laughs> if they show you your belt, their belly or their spy hopping, then I would consider that friendly. But then it kind of gets tricky because I feel like sometimes with friendly whales, it's about you and the boat. And other times I feel like the boat's just a prop for them. And there other, like if there's, they're doing whales. something else underneath you and you being there is helpful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like competition I, I, groups, especially use the boat as a prop. I don't think that they're all of a sudden flirting with the boat during a competition group. I just ooh, think they're using the boat. You know what I think for is their not behaviors. All whales probably want to be next to boats. Just like not all like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's some whales that like clearly like to be by boats and mm-hmm. there's some whales that like, not that they don't want to be by boats. They're just indifferent. Like they probably just don't care. Yeah. And I'll bet you like, think about that whale. It had a bunch of whales with it. Was Vishnu a boy? I think she said it was. I think yeah. we saw it. Yeah. We uh, saw its underside. That changes it. But uh, the thing is, is like, maybe it wants to get the other males away and it's like, they're not, maybe they won't hang around a boat and they're using you as like a, a defense thing. Like they're like, yeah, I mean, I think sometimes that the a female will use the boat to help, like, create a screen and ditch the males. But I also think, like, maybe you're just, like, a tack point. You know, like how sailboats tack around an object when they're when they're traveling. Like, maybe you're just useful. I, I don't know. I don't think. I, I just, it's, and you could really make up anything you want about it. Like, yeah. we don't have, well, even if we think we know. Like, okay, the biggest thing we know is it clearly happens more around times they're leaving to the feeding or breeding grounds mm-hmm. or while they're in the breeding grounds, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's either for the, if you're on a feeding ground, it's more likely to happen in the spring when they first get back 
or in the fall when they're get re- getting ready to leave. And then obviously it happens a lot in like Maui or like yeah in breeding grounds and Tonga. Yeah. Like it happens yeah. all over. So there's something about it. They obviously know we're not a humpback. Like it's just so weird. And then I was talking to Kate, like I shut my engine off, but sometimes I don't. It just depends. Well, I like shut off because I just don't, my engine sticks down though. I don't know. It's just weird to me, but I shut it off because also you can hear them better when the videos, if like, you don't, mm-hmm. although my engine's like next to, you can't hear it if it's like in neutral, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I understand why some bigger boats can't shut their engines off because it's dangerous because if your engine doesn't start back up for some odd reason, now you got yeah. a passenger full of people that are stuck in the ocean, right? Yeah. And so, um, I don't know because I've shut my engine off so many times and they don't come over. And I'm like, when it looks like they're coming over, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I wonder if I would have kept it on, like that gave them that, like they knew where I was or like, you know what I mean? Or like you hear yeah. it better or feel it better or what it is. Yeah, I don't know. It's, um, I go back and forth about it because especially in the feeding grounds because the water is not very clear and it tends to be overcast a lot i'm more in favor of leaving the engine turned on but in neutral but in the breeding grounds the water is super clear and there's like not really any other distractions for the whales i think turning the engine off is good yeah but like turning my engine off but yeah i also I just kind of think sometimes they like it. Like, dude, think about gray whales. They, mm-hmm. If you looked at a, like a 90% of the videos that come out of the lagoons, you'd be like, oh my God, they're running the whales over. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, they just like being by the engine for some odd reason. Yeah, I like don't know if they like the bubbles or the, the warm water, water, warm water or the vibration. What? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I've had yeah. friendly gray whales and they were hanging off the stern Yep. for like most of the encounter. And you're like, what? do you like it back there? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, so it's truly just... uh... I also, like, there tend to be more on wherever the light is. So, like, you're often, like, looking at the whale in the glare because I think the whale can see you better on that side of the boat. Oh, yeah, I never thought about it like that. They're usually on the sunny side of the boat. Well, my boat was spinning so much and the whale was spinning (laughs) so much. Well, and that that day it was overcast, so I don't think it really mattered. But like on the day where we went out for fun and you and Steve were out with the breaching whale, the whales, not only were they on the upwind side, but because we were taking the wind broadside and getting blown down away from them, that's also the sunny side because the wind was coming from that direction. So there, I think they had a better view of us from there. And then I, that is so weird. They're just staring at a big old boat. Yeah. Two humpbacks. Yeah. I mean, I 100% know that that whale saw me waving at it. Like, it for sure saw it, but, did, like, does it know what I'm doing? No. Yeah, but so Kate has me. Kate has a photo or a video where you can see the eye actually, like, bulging out and looking yeah. up at her. But then that day where it was rough and it was sunny and the whales were on that side, I, like, put my hand up and waved, and their eyes didn't move one time. Yeah. So I don't know if they kept looking at each other because they were under the boat and would come up kind of separately or if, like, they just didn't care that I was like, hey. Oh, I wish I could just slip into the water and be like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Is this what you were looking for? So I kind of tried to look up the like science behind this. And to be honest, there's not really any science. So if you just Google search like friendly humpback whale encounter, there's like hundreds of thousands of hits of just news articles oh, yeah, and like social news, media posts. Yeah. 
But if you go to Google Scholar, it, right? there's nothing for friendly encounters with humpback whales. Like there's no papers. So then I started to kind of like skirt around the subject. I was like, okay, what about brain structure in humpback whales? What about that paper about altruism in humpback whales? What about hormone levels in humpback whales? And even then, like no one's willing to talk about this topic scientifically, which is crazy to me because like hump, you hear researchers say like, we've had friendly whales with our research boat. And it's like, well, why is there no data then? So- I mean, there's whales that like in what is it, like Harvey Bay that have mm-hmm. it's like, isn't that the place where they have like friendly whales always? It's like I've seen a million. There's like a place where they like let people look into the water or something. I, don't, I think it's hard. It's one of the places in Australia, but it's yeah, like they, they always have friendly whales. Yeah. Well, it's a yeah, it's a breeding ground there, too. Yeah, true, so, yeah. But I mean, what we know about humpback whales, so they are one of the species of cetaceans that have these things in their brain called like spindle neurons or spindle cells. So it's basically this type of brain cell that helps them make um, connections across their brain in regard to emotion. And it helps them like process information to make quick judgments about social interactions. Um, Animals that have spindle neurons have been like measured to have some level of empathy and like social intelligence. So like we have them, primates have them, and then some species of whales and dolphins have them. So is that why we get friendly encounters with humpback whales a lot i mean no one's no one's tried to study it in gray whales but we do get friendly gray whales pretty often too also think about how many boats watch whales and stay you know we have to stay 100 yards away right until mm-hmm. they turn to us or like something happens and we just yeah. stay in neutral and chill right yeah. so it's like think about how many boats watch whales but we never go to them like you don't actively yeah. pursue the whale yeah legally you're not allowed to right so yeah it's like i wonder if every once in a while they're like you know, like that, what happened? That whale popped up pretty close to me. And then it saw, I was like, oh, this whale wants, this boat wants to say what's up. Finally, mm-hmm. like I've been waiting for this my whole life. And then, <laughs> you know, spend 35 minutes with me. We're waving at each other. It's blowing bubble. <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like, I, I kind of do think that like, it's the same thing with like killer whales. They cl- are a big dolphin and mm-hmm. there's definitely videos of them bow riding boats. Or wake and riding. ships, yeah. Or like, yeah, riding in the wakes of boats and ships mm-hmm. and all sorts of different vessels. But we're supposed to stay 100 yards from them. We never approach them. But common dolphins, which is such a weird thing to me, because technically, I wonder, like, technically, that would be illegal, right? Like to approach common dolphins with 100 yards, right? Um. Yeah. I mean, the guidelines but are written, I think, to like right? 50 yards or something. But yeah. It's- yeah. So it's such a weird thing. But it's like anyone knows that with if you can sometimes even get within a mile of a dolphin. Like yeah, it'll come like, to you. They're just stampeding right over to you, and they're surrounding your boat, and they're like, let's play, kick it up mm-hmm. a notch, and mm-hmm. get some wakes going. Yeah, because they will slow down and, like, peel away from you if, if you're you going go slow. slow. Yeah, and then when yeah. you speed up, they all come racing at you again. They come back. Yeah. They, they probably hear the engine, and they're like, oh, I'm getting a ride right now. Mm-hmm. Like, they just turned on the roller coaster. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. And that's something I always think about killer whales, too is i think that they would if we didn't treat them they are just massive so it's we have to treat them differently i understand Mm -hmm. that but i do think that if we didn't treat not treat them not saying like treat them bad or something but you know i think that they would bow ride more or ride your wake more had we if we approached them a little bit differently sometimes you know yeah yeah because they do it potentially that are just on their route like 
There's yeah. videos of them doing it in the Salish Sea. Like yeah. they're saying the noise is bad for them, right? But then there's a video from a helicopter filming the southern right, uh, southern right, uh, or southern southern resident, southern resident killer whales all riding in the wake. You know, like so they hate the ship or they love it. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> well, I and maybe it's all in context. You know, yeah. like some days they're feeling really playful and they're like, "Let's go," and then other days they like want to be left alone and people don't leave them alone. It could be annoying because it's just like nonstop, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. No, so. And then like you think about like social structure of those animals that we do have more like friendly encounters with and like some of it fits the mold and some of it doesn't like humpback whales they like teach each other feeding strategies they sing songs like they defend other animals from killer whales like this seems like a pretty social and flipping smart animal right but then like gray whales we don't see as much evidence for any of that but we also we don't get even friendly see them gray for whales. Half their, but I mean, yeah. But we'll like they don't have the songs. Rounds. They don't have, you know, crazy bubble hunting technique strategies that they teach each other. But in the in the lagoons, like well, they, they let you think pet about them. skin feeding. <laughs> think about skin feeding. I don't think all gray whales do that. No, they definitely don't all do that, but it's not nearly as like a sophisticated hunting technique as like yeah. using bubbles and stuff is. They're just opportunistic. It's more of an opportunistic hunt. Like if they see krill, they're just gonna skim it up. Yeah. But, so yeah. I don't know. And then yeah. like earlier this year, I definitely we definitely had fin whales be friendly with our boat. When fin whales have also been documented to have spindle neurons in their brain. People had blue whales this summer, literally circling. Oh their yeah, yeah, that was like, crazy. Like that the, footage people was were so like, cool. Oh, like but like it's like no that act like. That's the one thing about social media. And it's like, of course, you're going to post a highlight. And also, yeah. also people have to understand that they only have like, you have three seconds to show someone something or they're going to lose their, like they're going to scroll yeah. past it and you're yeah. not going to be able to show them the amazing clip, the full, right? Yeah, the full so it's context. Like you have to show yeah. the part where it's right next to the boat. But if you show the part where it did a big lap, circled, came back to the boat, rolled on its side, then did it again six more times. Like, no, you're only going to show the part where it comes to the boat because yeah. you only have so much to show. You only have so yes. much attention. Yes. So. Or yeah, and so that that's something that happens a lot on social media, but like these encounters do happen. Yes. You know, and it's just like I don't know. It's yeah. Amazing. So thinking about the hormones, the one thing that I did find with humpback whales is there was some evidence of like, and it makes sense, like their testosterone levels, especially in males, really start to increase in September reach their peak in the middle of breeding season and then taper off in the spring. So we had a lot of whales starting in about September, either get curious with boats or get really fired up when the killer whales were around. And I think that just like those hormones just start raging and they're just like, so they're on such a hair trigger that like any little thing, like a sea lion being annoying killer whales, like multiple groups of whales passing each other. That's all it takes to get some of these whales, like just on fire this time of like, year like they just have a lot of emotions and their hormones are out of control like with the two that all of a sudden rolled over I next to boats. the boat i hate sea like, lions. Ah, there's a killer whale i need to roll over next to this boat i don't know what to do with myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know whales and and i saw my passenger yesterday i was like we just don't because oh so then we had the breacher right we talked about this the whale's just breaching like crazy then it's yes. peck slapping yes long enough for a lot of boats to come by say yes. hi and go back home like it was just yes. a little little goodbye for some of the, the trips yeah. now my pastor asked me 
do you know why? And like, it's a very common question. Like, why do you think it's breaching? It's like, yeah, you really could just make up whatever you can say you anything want. you want. <laughs> like, oh, it's because the the air tastes good today. Like, <laughs> you know, I like, you know, it doesn't matter because you can't prove it anyways. Yeah, my guess is as good as yours. I mean, my favorite thing to see is if you have two whales traveling and only one of them is like losing its marbles. Cause you're yeah. like, well, what is the other whale doing? Yeah, like that night with my wife and you, like, yeah. Why, well, that well, one they whale both started were. it, and then the other whale took it over for the last twenty. And the other minutes. one was like, "Whoa, dude, I was just joking, bro." And then yeah. it's like he just kept going like, and going. Well, I'm and not. Going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we had in the afternoon one day it was blowing southwest like pretty quickly, like it came on, and so a lot of whales kind of got active. I feel like when the wind comes on really fast, then the whales get active more. Yeah. That's when that wind rule kind of applies. But if it's been windy for days, like they don't care. But if it all of a sudden gets windy after it's been calm, then they're kind of like, woo, let's go. But this one whale breached and head slapped and tail slapped for probably a half hour. And the other whale only came up every yeah, five or six minutes. Lot, right? Yeah, it didn't come up very much took a couple breaths and went back down and was just so calm. It tail slapped one time during that See, whole 30 minute encounter. And it's like, is that just your emotional support wheel? No. Like what's going on here? It, it might not be play. Like, right. The humpback literally could just be itchy. And he just thinks like, oh, my friends, like imagine the roof of your mouth itches. Like, and you're just sitting there going like, mm, mm, uh, uh, right. It's like your, your, your friends just like, well, it's just normal to see someone doing that. Cause they're having allergies. Yeah. Like, maybe this humpback is just, having allergies or like it's barnacles <laughs> growing in his armpit or like, you know what I mean? He's just pissed. Like, I mean, or maybe they're doing something to like get each other fired up below the surface and the other one's just not active at the surface, Yeah, but maybe under the water, it's going like, neener, 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 you know, like yeah. messing with it. That's what I was telling her with those, those whales before they got, before the whale got friendly is they're all like, you know, rolling on their sides really quickly and fast paced dives with no flukes and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, but underwater, dude, they're slapping the shit out of each other. Yeah. Like competition groups, they're like yeah. bashing into each other. And even when those friendlies that we had the other day, when it was two and then it turned into four, you could see them pushing on each other, like at the surface and just yeah. below the surface. Like they were definitely touching each other. And one of them, it's back, it's skin was all. Like you could tell it was freshly scraped from another whale. Oh, whales are awesome. Long story yeah. short, no big deal. And no one knows why. Why they're awesome? Yeah. No one knows why they're because awesome. Because humpback whales have echolocation. I'm coming out right now. I know it. <laughs> they're 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 gonna find out and they're gonna be like, oh, this whole time. No wonder why they could find food six miles away. Like there's I mean, something I do, other than hearing. I do think the shape of their head and stuff helps them accentuate their hearing. I don't yeah, know like if you why can do they call have that such a perfect, like I was looking at, look at my video I posted yesterday, like the Rosham, like, you know, mm -hmm. all their tubercles, mm -hmm. like they're perfectly, and then right down the middle, something's mm -hmm. going on there and nobody's. I mean, that it. has been talked about before by scientists is like, it's yeah. not true echolocation because they don't have the melanin stuff to produce the sound and their jawbone is built differently, but like their head is built to hear better in water. Yeah, but dude, you're not hearing anchovies. You what we aren't, but they might be. I mean, they're built for that. Honestly, I think it's too hard for us to comprehend because our air, our ears are made for air. Their well, ears I are made for water. Super cool. I said, hey, <laughs> 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 maybe it could hear my freaking 
me saying, oh my God, your head no, is I'm big. Sure. I'm sure they can hear us talking. And like, I don't ever see humpbacks really get fired up directly from people yelling on the boat, but I do see killer whales get fired up Everybody's if someone's yelling. yelling on the boat. Like That's liner. Killer whales actually make people get crazily <laughs> fired up. Like liner one time, there was a gray crazily. whale hunt right in front of the harbor. And of course, so everybody that had a boat went out there to look at it. And this dive boat had a bunch of people on it who had never really seen a whale before. And Liner oh, made a close I was pass. There. Yeah. I was there. And, you know, they remember they all hooping and yes. hollering. And so he went back and forth under the boat a couple yes. times. And it I, definitely, definitely seemed like a reaction my, to the people. Were we at, uh, were we at, uh, Discovery or were we at the other place? The other place. Uh, yeah. It was like my first month or so. And we had Killer Wells a lot that, that in 2016. And I remember that dive boat and they were all, it was like a class or school on there. Yeah. They were all sitting around the front with, yeah. holding on to the rail. Yeah. yeah. It was a bunch of adults. They were just so excited. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I thought it was like a college class or a college dive. I think it was just a dive boat that was like, oh sweet. They're right here. And yeah, I do think that he kept going back and forth under the boat because they were so excited. He was like messing with them. Uh, it's so funny because like people will have the best humpback day. And they're like, well, we'll have to be back. We'll be back for some killer whales. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, just love the humpback with all your heart. <laughs> it's time to give up on those, those, you know. I was like, they're the best, worst whale, man. I'm yeah. like, you don't know until you see the 39 whatevers the other day. Oh, God. And they're like a brutal. mile left, mile right. You yeah. know, like you see a male 10 miles away and you're like, is that them now? And then it's like, yeah. no, they're just spread out from here to Point Pinos. Yeah. You know what's interesting about that sighting? So we saw we saw part of the group. The other part of the group was off Cannery Row, right? 10 yeah. miles or so apart. Well, like two or three days later, they were in Morro Bay. No, what? I thought Frosty was in Morro Bay. So were the 39s. The oh, 39s uh, were there, and then the 216s were there. Well, that's where they were headed with South, so. Yeah. It's just interesting that, like, another company saw them not that long after. It's funny because it wouldn't have been odd to like have after yesterday, like after the friendly, after the breaching to just randomly have killer will show up. Cause like, I feel like sometimes days where you're like, there's no effing way it to can make get this better, better than this. Yeah. And then it's like, boom, Rizzo hunt. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, all right. Well, I feel like this is, a, is this a long episode. Yes. Oh my God. If people made it this far, you're a legend. Thanks for listening to us rant about, you know, our theories because there's no science to back us up right now. <laughs> and when the paper comes out about some sort of echolocation, they might change the name on it. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of, it's been patented by the, the by the dolphins, but <laughs> if, if it comes out, just know I called it first. <laughs> it's been trademarked by the dolphins. Oh my God. Echolocation's our term. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening this far. Um, I hope someday that you all get to experience a friendly encounter with a whale that is of the whale's choosing because it's pretty amazing when the whale picks you to come hang out with. Super amazing. So, um, secret whale of the week. Humpback. Vishnu. Just keep it plain. Vishnu. There we go. Vishnu. That's our secret whale of the week. All right. Thanks, everyone, for sticking with us through this uh, episode, and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you. Bye. Bye.